0: Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of Gittleman syndrome from the renal section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. An 8-year-old girl is brought to the pediatrician for evaluation of increased urinary frequency. She has muscle cramps and fatigue. She is found to be normotensive. Laboratory exam reveals hypomagnesemia hypokalemia, and a mild metabolic alkalosis. This is a case of Gittleman syndrome. Let's now get into the topic. In terms of a clinical definition, Gittleman syndrome is a renal tubular defect affecting the distal convoluted tubules characterized by mild hypokalemia, mild metabolic alkalosis, significant hypomagnesemia, and normal blood pressure. In terms of the epidemiology and incidence, this condition is rare. It occurs in every 1 out of 40,000 people. In terms of the demographics, it is detected in young children but can be detected in adulthood. And the main risk factor is consanguinity. The pathogenesis involves a mutation involving the sodium chloride cotransporter, or NCTT, which results in impaired sodium reabsorption in the distal convoluted tubule. The genetics and inheritance pattern involves autosomal recessive, and mutations include chromosome mutations and SLC12A3 gene. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including symptoms and physical exam findings of Gitelman syndrome. Symptoms include polyuria, polydipsia, muscle weakness or cramp, fatigue, paresthesias, abdominal pain, and vomiting. In terms of physical exam findings, growth is often normal but can be delayed. Let's now discuss diagnostic studies including labs and urine studies used to diagnose Gittleman syndrome. Lab studies which show hypokalemia, which would usually be lower than in Barter syndrome, hypomagnesemia, metabolic alkalosis, and note that genetic testing is the most definitive way of diagnosing this condition. Urine studies would show a decreased calcium level, in terms of a differential diagnosis, Barter syndrome should be the main differential where the patient would have a normal serum magnesium level. Let's now discuss other renal tubular defects as a part of the differential diagnosis, along with their respective defect localization, etiology, and findings. Fanconi syndrome, Barter syndrome, Gitelman syndrome, and Little syndrome are the four main renal tubular defects. The defect localization for Fanconi syndrome is the proximal tubule. The defect localization for Barter syndrome is the thick ascending loop of Henle. The defect localization for Gittleman syndrome is distal convoluted tubule, and the defect localization for Little syndrome is the collecting tubule. The etiology of Fanconi syndrome are the following. Wilson disease, tyrosinemia, cystinosis, multiple myeloma, galactosemia, mitochondrial myopathies, medications including aminoglycosides, cisplatin, phosphamide, and valproic acid, along with heavy metals including mercury and lead. The etiology of Barter syndrome is autosomal recessive mutation involving the NKCC2 cotransporter. The etiology of Gittleman syndrome is autosomal recessive mutation involving the NACL co-transporter, and the etiology of Little syndrome is autosomal dominant mutation leading to increased activity of epithelial sodium channel, or ENAC. The clinical findings of Fanconi syndrome are the following. Hypophosphatemia, aminoaciduria, renal glycosuria, tubular proteinuria, and proximal renal tubular acidosis. The clinical findings of Barter syndrome are the following hypokalemia, hypochloremia, metabolic alkalosis, normotension, and elevated plasma renin level. The findings of Gittleman syndrome are hypokalemia, hypochloremia, metabolic alkalosis, hypomagnesemia, hypocalciuria and normotension. And finally, the findings of Little syndrome are the following, hypertension, hypokalemia, and metabolic alkalosis. Let's now discuss the treatment of Gitelman syndrome. Conservative treatment involves optimizing electrolytes with diet or supplements. The indications of this are for those with hypokalemia or hypomagnesemia. Medical treatment involves the use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, and potassium-sparing diuretics. The indications of NSAIDs are for patients who require medical therapy beyond dietary supplements. These drugs include indomethacin and silicoxib. Potassium-sparing diuretics are indicated to treat hypokalemia and metabolic alkalosis. Drugs in this category include amylaride and aplerinone. And finally, in terms of complications of Gittelman syndrome, the two main complications are cardiac arrhythmia due to hypomagnesemia and hypokalemia, and chondrocalcinosis. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, an 11-year-old boy presents to his pediatrician with muscle cramps and fatigue that have progressively worsened over the past year. His mom says that he has always had occasional symptoms including abdominal pain, muscle weakness, and mild paresthesias. However, since starting middle school, these symptoms have started interfering with his daily activities. In addition, the boy complains that he has been needing to use the restroom a lot, which is annoying since he has to ask for permission to leave class every time. Labs are obtained showing hypokalemia, hypochloremia, metabolic alkalosis, hypomagnesemia, and hypocalciuria. The most likely cause of this patient's symptoms involves a protein that binds which of the following drugs: one, amiloride; two, furosemide; three, hydrochlorothiazide; four, mannitol; or five, spironolactone. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, hydrochlorothiazide. This patient with polyuria, muscle cramps, and fatigue with findings of hypokalemia and hypocalciuria most likely has Gittleman syndrome. This syndrome involves a mutation of the sodium chloride co-transport channels, and these channels bind hydrochlorothiazide. Remember, Gittelman syndrome is caused by an autosomal recessive defect in the sodium chloride co-transport channel, or NCC, located in the distal convoluted tubule of the nephron. Defects in this channel therefore lead to impaired fluid reabsorption and result in polyuria starting at a young age. Furthermore, since more fluid is presented to the collecting duct, a potassium and acid wasting segment, patients also present with hypokalemia and metabolic alkalosis. Aberrant magnesium handling by the kidney also leads to hypomagnesemia in this disorder. Finally, transcellular sodium-calcium exchange is potentiated by this defect leading to hypocalciuria. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, amylaride, binds to epithelial sodium channels or ENAC located in the collecting duct. A mutation in this channel leads to Little syndrome, which presents with hypertension. Answer choice 2, furosemide, binds to the sodium-potassium chloride triple transporters, or NKCC, located in the loop of Henle. A mutation in this channel leads to Barter syndrome, which would present with hypercalciuria due to defective paracellular calcium reabsorption. Answer choice 4, mannitol, is an osmotic diuretic that primarily works in the proximal convoluted tubule. Defects in this segment can lead to Fanconi syndrome that presents with amino acid urea. And finally, answer choice 5, spironolactone, binds to aldosterone receptors in the collecting duct. Mutations in this protein can lead to mineralocorticoid insensitivity that would present with hyperkalemia. In summary, Gittelman syndrome is caused by a mutation to sodium chloride transporters located in the distal convoluted tubule. Next question. A 10-year-old boy is brought to a new pediatrician for evaluation after his family moved to a new state. On presentation, he is found to be 5th percentile in both height and weight but is otherwise normal in his physical and cognitive development. His parents say that he occasionally complains of muscle weakness and abdominal pain but has never been diagnosed with any diseases. His only complaint currently is that he has to wake up several times during the night in order to urinate. A metabolic panel is obtained with the following results. Serum chloride level is 87 milliequivalents per liter. The serum potassium level is 2.8 milliequivalents per liter. The bicarbonate level is 35 milliequivalents per liter. And the magnesium level is 0.9 milliequivalents per liter. A 24-hour urine study is also performed showing the following. The urine calcium level is 28 milligrams, where the normal reference range is 100 to 300 milligrams. Which of the following proteins is most likely mutated in this patient? 1. The CTNS channel. 2. The ENAC channel. 3. The GLUT4 channel. 4. The NCC cotransporter. Or 5. The NKCC2 cotransporter. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, the NCC co-transporter. This patient presenting with short stature, muscle weakness, abdominal pain, and polyuria who is found to have hypomagnesemia, hypocalciuria, hypokalemia, and hypochloremic metabolic alkalosis most likely has Gittleman syndrome. This disease is caused by a mutation in the NCC co-transporter, also known as NCC, NCCT, or the NaCl cotransporter. Remember, Gitelman syndrome is a renal tubular defect affecting the distal convoluted tubules that is caused by a mutation in the NCC sodium chloride cotransporter. This protein is normally responsible for the bulk of sodium reabsorption in this segment of the nephron, so Gittleman syndrome presents with similar metabolic derangements as thiazide toxicity. Specifically, increased fluid delivery to the collecting duct will lead to hypokalemia and hypochloremic metabolic alkalosis because the collecting duct must excrete either potassium or hydrogen ions in order to maintain sodium reabsorption. Also, since magnesium and calcium are processed by the distal convoluted tubule, patients with this disorder will present with hypomagnesemia and hypocalciuria. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1... CTNS channel is mutated in cystinosis, which is a disorder of amino acid metabolism that leads to Fanconi syndrome in the proximal convoluted tubule of the nephron. Fanconi syndrome presents with renal tubular acidosis, hypophosphatemia, and aminoaciduria. Answer choice 2, ENAC channel is mutated in Little syndrome, which is a disorder of the collecting duct that leads to hypertension, hypokalemia, and metabolic alkalosis. This presentation is due to excessive and unregulated reabsorption of sodium in the collecting duct and can be treated with channel inhibitors such as amylaride. Answer choice 3, GLUT4 channel, is mutated in rare familial forms of diabetes mellitus. While this disease could present with growth restriction and polyuria, it would present with osmotic diuresis rather than electrolyte abnormalities. And finally, answer choice 5, the NKCC2 co-transporter is mutated in Barter syndrome, which is a disorder of the thick ascending loop of Henle that leads to hypokalemia, hypochloremia, and metabolic alkalosis. However, this disease would present with hypercalciuria rather than hypocalciuria. In summary, Gittleman syndrome is caused by a mutation in the NCC co-transporter that leads to hypomagnesemia, hypocalciuria, hypokalemia, and hypochloremic metabolic alkalosis. And that's all for this review about Gittleman syndrome. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic.